Hey guys, welcome back. You're listening to the Founder Fit podcast and I'm your host Yash. How many of us are stuck to our chairs or workstations for the most part of our day? Technology is a double-edged sword. 10-minute deliveries, online meetings have brought convenience but also made all of us a lot more lazy. On the other edge, technology has been leveraged to improve our health, reach the masses and make things a lot more accessible. Well, here is one such person who leverages technology to benefit people and make things more accessible. Let's meet Murli, founder and CEO at Wellnesses. Wellnesses is a US-based tech startup building intelligent systems for personalized wellness and digital healthcare. Their flagship product, Yogify, is the world's first AI-powered smart yoga mat that enables people to track and practice yoga more effectively. In today's episode, we'll have Murli talk about his inspiration to start Wellnesses, how his experience with health problems defined him, yoga and its benefits, and finally, the importance of self-care for founders including Murli's own care routine. Let's get started. Hey Murli, welcome to the FounderFit podcast. If you could get us started by telling us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, first of all, thank you, Yash. I think uh, it's a wonderful platform and great initiative that you guys are doing uh, on this uh, work-life balance. Uh, just to quickly introduce about myself, I'm Murli. I'm... Uh, I introduced myself as a techie turned yogi, turned entrepreneur, uh, and I call myself an optimistic yogi uh, because for me, optimism is the one which is driving me every day. Uh, so about my background, I've been uh, predominantly in my tech background is with Cisco systems. I was, uh, uh, you know, reading multiple roles in Cisco and then uh, I, you know, for a very long time, uh, you know, I was passionate about uh, doing something for, uh, you know, three things, actually. One is the environment, the second is the health, and third is the sustainability, in a way linked to uh, the, you know, the sustainability goals that we are have uh, surrounding SDG aspects, right? So I always uh, wanted to do that and... Uh, had this issue of becoming an entrepreneur uh, because uh, one of the beautiful things about entrepreneurship is uh, you can uh, you know drive and execute on your vision what you have right and uh, so in 2016 I quit Cisco and I became an entrepreneur and it's been more than five years now uh, I did co-found multiple startups in SaaS industrial IoT uh, electric mobility as well and uh, and of course now I am the founder of uh, a company called Wellnesses Technologies uh, and our flagship product is called Yogify so right now I'm more than 100% into this product and company I'm trying to take this product to the next level so that's about myself so I'm uh, about my personal background uh, I did my bachelor's in electronics and communications from NIT Warangal. Uh, I did my master's from Illinois University, Abana Champaign. Okay. And uh, I did my design thinking program course from Stanford's, uh, uh, you know, Graduate School of Executive Education last year. And I'm also a certified yoga trainer. Uh, I, from the, you know, Global Yoga University in Bangalore. And I'm very passionate about to, you know, more like a hobby, you can say. Uh, photography is one of my passion and uh, I click quite, quite a few pics uh, and try to edit and post it and then second thing is uh, you know whenever time opportunity is there I play badminton so this is about myself oh, I mean there's a lot that is there I think one the three things that you spoke about sustainability environment and health are very important things in today's world like the way everything is moving around us uh, excellent initiatives on that front. Uh, badminton is something that I also try and do on a regular basis. I end up going maybe three times a week or something. And yeah, uh, yeah I think that's very important what you're trying to do with Yogify. I think uh, yoga itself is something that more and more people are taking to considering how many health benefits it has. Talking about your life, uh, is there like if you could share some life-changing in- events or incidents that made you take to yoga or like some other activities like quit Cisco. So what are those key events or what made you or gave you that push or nudge to make those steps or decisions? 
Yeah, I think that's a very interesting question actually. Uh, maybe I have three events, if I can say, uh, that shaped my entire life and what I am today. <clears throat> One is, uh, uh, you know, this was in my early years uh, when I was in the school. I was deeply inspired by, you know, Swami Vivekananda and uh, his teachings and uh, for the youth and the nation. So, and I was an average kind of a student, uh, but when I was going through these teachings, there was that kind of uh, ambition that arise awake and stop not till the goal is reached. And that instilled some kind of a, an ambition uh, in an otherwise and an average kind of a person, a student, if I can say. I was sincere, but not like studious kind of a person with a goal. And uh, fortunately for me, that came into my life. Uh, uh, and 10th standard was the first public exam, right? Like, and uh, and I, was, I actually topped my school and became a district second. Um, that actually boosted my confidence like anything. Uh, in fact, my mom, when she saw the results, she almost got a heart attack. Like she could never believe because I was never topper in my previous exams. So that gave a lot of boost. I would say that shaped my kind of uh, life from then to become a little bit more focused and uh, achieve the goals in what I wanted to do. It need not be only studies, it can be anything, but I'm just saying that really helped me. The second one was uh, during my you know, engineering, I felt sick. Uh, in fact, it was so bad that uh, I had to probably you know quit, uh, you know, or take a break uh, kind of a thing. And uh, uh, fortunately, again, uh, uh, you know, I did not have to take that break. I recovered very quickly uh, by following some kind of a healthy lifestyle or diet. Because what happens is in the college, you kind of tend to, uh, you know, uh, you know, don't follow any particular pattern, right? Like, and, and things have gone little topsy-turvy and, uh, and especially with the hostel, right? And suddenly from home to hostel kind of thing. So, it, and after that, uh, that kind of uh, mindset that it's not about only having goal, but also having a, a balanced life, you know, even if you're um, studying very hard, but you also make sure that you have enough time to, you know, cool down and, you know, do certain things which can take your mind off and at the same time, take care of your healthy diet. Okay. So this is some things, uh, it came very early in my life because of my health issues. And uh, a third event is where actually, you know, it really triggered me to get into yoga. <laughs> so I was not so, you know, active guy, you know, I was a very lazy, you can say, uh, uh, even to do any normal walking, you know, forget about any physical activity. So always like a workaholic kind of a person. So in, when I was in Cisco, this was uh, 10 years ago, roughly 10 years back, uh, I developed a chronic neck and back pain. So it was so severe that actually, you know, doctors warranted a, you know, they said, you know, you need to go through a surgery. And during the pre-medical checkups, I was also diagnosed with uh, hypertension and uh, pre-diabetes. And uh, that shook me really hard that day, you know, you know, what's going on here, right? Like, you know, again, even though I had at some point of my life that I want to focus on health, here I am again, focusing only on some aspect of my life, maybe career or work and uh, all the time sitting and our human bodies are not designed to sit all the time, right? We need to move and there's no physical activity for that matter, right? So this particular event, actually what happened is the one in the hindsight led me into the path of uh, yoga and yogify. So uh, actually that's when some yoga therapists came into my life and it really helped me to get back to, you know, some kind of uh, yoga routine. So I started my yoga journey as a patient actually. So that's what it is. So these are the three events actually that shaped me, uh, how I am today. I think very inspiring and I would like one, lifestyle is basically very important for us in order to avoid right like the more healthier lifestyle the better lifestyle that we have that is more like the popular saying like prevention is better than cure so if we have a healthy lifestyle we would never have to end up looking for a cure uh, that is one thing the other thing i think it's incredibly 
courageous or brave of you to make a decision like hey i don't want to go for surgery versus i want to like try and recover through yoga so i think that's a very big decision and i'm super glad it worked out for you really well it was a brave decision actually it was really tough because on one side if i can expand on this there was two paths in front of me right one is like a uh, you know the road that is very well known like you know get on to surgery spine surgery and uh, uh, company was giving me the complete reimbursement for the health insurance i just need to come out of it take some pills and within maybe one two weeks i'll be back to work right there's other path which is road less trodden where yoga was still not very popular at the time as a therapy you know and as an exercise but i never believed that it maybe with this my spine condition that i had with my both uh, cervical and uh, you know lumbar uh where actually a couple of discs actually were touching the uh, they were impinging the nerve root so there was a radiating pain almost like half paralysis right uh that was shooting my you know all the way till the fingertips and the legs so then doctor said you know maybe you need to go through surgery immediately so that it doesn't become even worse but in my heart i felt you know when i have to go through the surgery and there could be side effects i mean you need to Uh, spine surgery is also having its own co- you know consequences later part of your life so i consciously said you know let me give this one a try because even though i was not into yoga back then right and uh, uh, you know when i when the therapist looked at my mri scans he said you know what this is a long journey it takes maybe one year two year but you need to be committed you need to be disciplined but once you do it it will make wonders you'll never go back to the situation again so that's what it was a very tough decision to answer your question there yeah yeah i think uh, very interesting and uh, to your commitment versus a two week thing is a very big thing uh, also speaking about regular health check checkups right even though yeah. it's very easily accessible and most hospitals everything do it for a nominal fee of like 1000 rupees how often do we take it for granted and be like no we are fine we don't have any issues we don't need to get our full body checkup done on a annual or by annual basis yeah. given your age right like at least in your 20s i don't think most of us even bother to go for a single full body checkup and only yeah. more of reactive it so i think that's another important thing where having a consistent regular body checkup to know hey what's going wrong picking up signs early that okay fine i might need to take care of my diet i need to act, include more physical activities also very essential so yeah uh, i think that is also i think probably a learning in hindsight for you <laughs> absolutely absolutely yeah i mean don't take don't take health for granted right i mean health is the uh, uh, you know real wealth and and as per uh, who uh, you know the definition of health is not mere absence of disease if you know that definition right as per who the state of health is defined as a state of complete physical mental social emotional and spiritual well-being it's not just like you know you don't have disease it doesn't mean that you're healthy yeah i think that completely makes sense and uh, very often we tend to lose focus of our well-being when we are into work like we're completely into work we forget what's happening yeah. with our social activity yeah. with our family we don't spend enough time and i think this is more so for entrepreneurs considering the number of things that they have on their head customers employees funding uh where do i take the product what next and all of those things so i think it's very important for entrepreneurs to take a pause and be like hey and i am a very strong believer or personal believer of if your well-being is taken care of it enhances your productivity to a like crazy amount of level and also enables you to take significantly better decisions so those decisions have a game changing impact like you are able to make decisions that will help you grow your company faster so absolutely yeah. uh how has yoga i mean you spoke about the whole one year or two years so what like if you could tell us a little bit more about the journey of yoga how did it help like obviously it would have been a struggle initially considering the chronic neck and back pain to even do some basic asanas so how has your journey through yoga been and how important has it been in terms of recovery yeah yes actually this is one of the things uh, every time i share this experience with uh, people I almost feel like you know you know goosebumps because uh, 
uh, I can't even still believe that I'm, you know, I've come so far, uh, more energetic, more healthy, you know. So when I was diagnosed with these issues and uh, uh, especially, you know, uh, yoga is a very slow process, by the way. It's not like, like you're not taking pills and you get the back pain kind of a relief. Uh, you know, uh, you don't get that instant relief. You, you need to go through that process. And for me, uh, my body was so stiff because I was all the time sitting. And as you know, sitting is the new smoking in today's world, right? Like when people think that, okay, you know, it's, as, it's as worse as uh, smoking. Actually, smoking is injurious. Sitting is as much as injurious to somebody's health. So I think my body was so stiff and uh, uh, mentally also you know as a physical uh, not just physically mentally stressful it it kind of uh, manifested through these kind of health issues <clears throat> so what yoga to help me is like you know it made me go through step by step that awareness about my own body and mind you know it's basically yoga if i have to define yoga it actually came from the sanskrit word yuk yuk is, is in a in english word it's called yoke it's like union of you know, uh, body and mind, you know, and your individual self with a, some kind of a universal consciousness. So in a very spiritual world. But actually the bottom line is, it's a practice where there is, a, you know, kind of uh, you start developing awareness about your own body limitations and your thoughts and everything, right? So this practice, a combination of posture and breathing, initially it was tough because my body was stiff. I was not flexible. I didn't have strength and there were some postures where I it's good for my back pain but if I do my BP will elevate or my diet I will get giddiness so luckily you know I got a very good therapist who helped me uh, he's actually Dr. Shamsundar uh, he he was also a chess champion by the way and also a yoga therapist I really uh, indebted to him to where I am today because he really you know scientifically to you know take took me through the journey in the process, what happened is, there was one day, I, you know, it just happened to me like in the morning, I did my session, I came back, I felt so positive and like so uh, energetic and you know, some of that feeling, right, you feel like something happened to you internally. That day, I still remember that I, I committed to myself, I'll never leave yoga, right? That conviction came to my mind that, hey, there's something beauty about this ancient science which probably the modern world is missing out. And uh, then I wanted, being a techie, right? I know I really wanted to understand how this works and I became a, a yoga trainer eventually. So, and I will maybe share that in the context of how it inspired me to create Yogify. But the journey of yoga itself led me to a point where I said, you know, this is such a beautiful thing that I should never leave. Whatever it is. Right? Every day, I have to get onto the mat, do my regular practice. Yeah, I think the initial few days when you're starting off as something new are incredibly difficult, but you needed to do it and now you want to do it. Like there is no necessity, there's no condition, anything that requests. And it's just the feel good factor of yoga. Like, hey, if I do yoga, I'm going to feel fresh. I feel energetic. It's also my personal space, personal time yeah. that helps me refresh. Yeah. If I can add here one if I can add one element here, I mean, uh, I think one of the things that also, uh, which, you know, although it was like for my back pain, neck pain and all that, and for this other health issues, then when I was started to practice, I mean, when I started to practice this, uh, you know, daily routine, when it became habit, so if I'm not doing yoga on a particular day, I feel something is missing out, right? Maybe my day is not going as well as I wanted, or maybe I'm not able to accept the challenges in the world that is throwing at me. So this is also making me prepare for the, uh, you know, certain things that you don't expect. So how do you react and respond? You don't react actually, you kind of respond to that situations more responsibly. So that really helped me, the mindset change. Yeah, I think uh, another aspect about like your chronic back and neck injuries is the mental health or the toll that it has on your mind right like all of a sudden yeah. you realize that you have to take a break from work or you have to make this major decision surgery or a year long or two year long process in yoga and recovery you might have to quit work you need to even reconsider the kind of work that you're into 
because if you continue to do the yeah. same work even after the surgery or yoga it will still have some amount of effect right so how yeah what kind of a toll or how did it affect your mental health and how did you challenge or tackle that it it i mean mental health is one of the major concerns today in the world right i mean uh, not just india across the world uh and uh, when i was going through this uh, you know journey um you know it did put me on the you know uh in a way that i was maybe accelerating at maybe in the fifth gear or sixth gear of my career then i had to slow down and uh, and and if you are we like there is always this fomo right like fear of missing out or if you sort of what happens you know but i think that is where we need to you know look at the whole <clears throat> the you know the mental health as an important priority compared to anything else in in your uh, you know life or career because if you are mentally strong and if you have that uh, stability especially because nowadays people are going through this anxiety depression bipolar syndromes or even uh, you know people are uh, even uh, very early in their life they are hitting this whole uh, you know kind of uh, highs and lows in life right like because the world is becoming very competitive world is becoming very uncertain uh, you know we are seeing a war situation we are seeing economics going you know topsy turvy and uh, there is always this uncertainty about your own career and life what happens to tomorrow what happens the next year so this situation actually the more uncertainties are around you <clears throat> if you go through these ups and downs and high, you know anxiety and depression and all eventually what happens is you are not going to make a very you know good decisions in your life and this will impact you know you in a different way because if you are you know taking a compulsive decision to move to a particular thing or take something and it is only because of compulsion or competition but not because of conviction right the clarity and conviction is more important and that's what i kind of recommend people uh to start meditation also early in their life because even 10 minutes or start with 10 minutes and it can be meditation you not be closing your eyes and uh, uh you know observing your breath uh, which is ideal state but you can even uh, go for uh, you know maybe nature walk or some something uh, in tune with the nature and observe or do what you like just 10 minutes with full focus you're not living in the past or living in the future but in the present right that itself will i can tell you that it can make a big change in the life i think uh, it makes a lot of sense for me that me uh, time or that meditation time is my time when i take my dog for a walk so basically when i'm taking my dog for a walk i'm completely in the present making sure what he is doing everything and it's very refreshing like i take him twice a day for those 15 minutes or 20 minutes i am completely in the present and uh, the dog in fact teaches me something to stay in the present like he doesn't care whether i've had a bad day a good day for me for him he sees me he's excited he wants to have fun that's it he is not worried about okay yesterday i left him alone or will i get the next meal or not like those are none of the things he's like i'm here you have to play with me and over like so that's something that we can take as a learning from the dog uh, coming back to mental health uh, india there's a lot of stigma about mental health in india as compared to the rest of the world uh, what do you think that we need to change or how do you think we can make a difference in the thought or perception of mental health within the country no that's a very good question actually i think one of the things uh, you know and and personally have seen uh, uh, in my friends and family circles as well uh in fact you know the situations even extreme like you know uh, paranoid schizophrenia kind of scenario you know cases and uh, you know not just like a you know uh, you know initial stage one kind of anxiety depression but also extreme cases i have seen so one of the things that people feel is they shy from you know seeking help this is a major problem actually uh right from the teenage to even uh, people who are you know in their mid 30s or you know that you know typical uh, midlife crisis kind of situations right like people have to 
seek help at the right time and they see some symptoms either irritability or when they wake up in the morning if they are not feeling motivated to start the day there is something wrong right or if you are not able to sleep well there is something wrong <clears throat> so these early symptoms or early signs need to be observed and again i'll tie it back to yoga because that with the practice the observation about your own changes in the body is you know that awareness is improved right but this situation about this any of the mental health uh, part the stigma around it is uh, people don't like to speak up people don't like to share that so this is one area where the technology is actually coming to you know really a big uh, you know uh, rescue i would say because nowadays uh, you know i i i have seen actually you know few apps uh, which are helping in people to you know uh, converse with an ai chatbot right uh, to you know make them uh, aware or even like you know i'm not feeling good why am i feeling depressed why am i feeling anxious all these things uh, you know there is technology that is coming to the rescue here in fact you, as a company even we are looking at uh, you know building something like that in the future because so it's not about physical health itself but mental health is so important so can ai play a role here because you may not like to share with uh, maybe sometimes with your family or friends uh, worrying about what they think about this whole thing right so <clears throat> maybe people are con- you know maybe comfortable sharing with an ai chatbot i think uh, very interesting so, yeah very very interesting i i would say one when it comes to family and friends uh, i don't think uh, sharing your deep concerns is always the best idea like even from personal experience one one of the reasons is they want you to be safe they might not make you do the best actions that are actually going to help you or become better but they want you or they will tell you yeah. actions that keep you safe so i think that and the second is if you have something within the family or friends that is bothering uh when you try and address it with them directly a lot of times people tend to get defensive when it becomes about them so that doesn't really help the cause so seeking out professional help is something i think very important and yeah. uh, like you yeah. like you said early on uh, people uh, getting into meditation and catching signs extremely important i think the more earlier we are into these practice more aware of mental health uh, and obviously the dynamic is changing like india itself there's a lot of startups that are coming up there's a lot of things and i think it was pandemic enforced like people were forced to talk about these things because they were at stuck at home their social life is completely different now even if you have issues at home you are still ending up at home and you need to talk about these things and technology has definitely made it a lot more accessible now you can have therapy online uh, it's also cut down the costs and all of those things significantly in terms of uh, getting accessibility so i think yeah like technology can yeah. be at the forefront of making this change and also i think the inc- more number of conversations and the more openness of people both who are willing to share and willing to understand and accept that mental health is normal i think these are key factors that would help us move ahead in terms of normalizing mental health and making it more accepted exactly and uh, if i can just add one more point here and i think uh, uh, every day i think it's always a good thing to you know also log your uh, state of mind <laughs> because the state of mind uh, if i can say it's like a mood right like you know uh, when you wake up to throughout the day in the evening or uh, to the night you know once in a while just keep a log of your state of mind <clears throat> how are you feeling internally right like and it's a very important habit to have uh, that because uh, this log if you look back and you will see if there is something like going see for example if there is a good news how you react if there is a bad news how you react if there is some loss or if there is some anxiety about your own job or your career or financial aspects or maybe started to do with the love or any other relationship kind of a thing so <clears throat> a lot of things are can play a role but if you keep a log of this state of mind uh what happens is you also will introspect on you know how are you reacting to various situations right and this may actually it's like a self uh, uh, awareness in a way 
uh, and maybe if something is not going in the way that you would like you would obviously need to you know open up with your near and dear or to somebody professional so that it it doesn't go to an extent where uh, people also get into the substance use all these things can be avoided uh, because i think people try to escape uh, from these situations by adopting these things uh, you know if i say you know substance use like people do that because they want to escape a situation right but rather you know how do you face such situations and challenges because that is the life right and the real life is the real high you need to always remember that so if you can always be in that motivation of a positive aspect of it like maybe there's some learning then i think uh, people will be better yeah i think definitely makes sense uh, personally uh, i'm somebody who journals and journaling has been immensely helpful it makes me aware of like how i feel in certain situations what are things that disturb me how do i deal with these specific situations or things that disturb me and make it easier for me to be in control or aware of my emotions and surroundings so yeah having that log or journal maybe a daily weekly whatever works for you is something that is really helpful and like you said like yeah substance abuse is obviously a very bad coping mechanism like uh, it's obviously the more easier way than trying to figure out like hey do i get help uh, do i get into this journey of r- routines habits uh, all positive enforcement and all of those things versus uh, something that gives you immediate satisfaction but long term bad effects like even if you're get into this habit of drinking or all of those things for that moment for that present you feel good but in the long run it's actually escalating your worsening your mental state or your health so uh, again what you said definitely makes a lot of sense uh, talking about so yogify is a very interesting concept like having a mat that is tells you about all of these things so if you could tell us a little bit more about why or how did this whole idea of starting yogify come in and also how is it different from learning while watching a video or something online yeah so <clears throat> so maybe if i have to continue from where i stopped in terms of yoga journey uh, i when i started seeing the benefits uh, you know and i became more curious about how this whole technology working and uh, you know our ancients are like you know if i go back uh, you know they were so intelligent right i mean when they started a, a routine like a surya namaskara like a sun salutation sequence in the morning and a pranayama you know some breathing exercises so that means there is some reason behind this whole thing right like and and i was trying to understand that and i became a certified yoga trainer from the same university where my therapist also got graduated this is svyasa yoga university uh, bangalore based and it's a fantastic world class university and in that context and i became uh, when i graduated out of it and i started taking classes so when i started taking classes it was purely initially more of a community service just helping uh, people to get into some healthy routine uh, in my community and to my friends over the online medium and this was uh, in 2016 around that time and uh, and i wanted to bring yoga into corporate world because even i am a being from a corporate world techy guy i was like uh, looking at how do i bring it to corporate world because corporate world and uh, you know and maybe now even i'm thinking like even entrepreneurs need this kind of a you know tool to make sure they are on a daily habit right <clears throat> so coincidentally what happened is one day you know when i was uh, after my class i just came and uh, it's just stuck to my mind uh, you know there are uh, so many trackers which track your footsteps calories why is there nothing for yoga you know why cannot we build some technology which can help people to measure uh, or monitor for example even forget about measurement like monitor the pro- practice like for example me as a teacher and as a student is somewhere remotely there and uh, maybe i'll take one class and after that next class is next week let's say so maybe i still want him to practice next few days on a regular basis that asana certain uh practices but how do i know he's doing it and how well he is able to do it right <clears throat> so this is what uh, triggered me to think about a idea uh in a very vague format i got the idea why not the mat itself 
become a you know uh, maybe like a, a you know an instructor for the student uh, and the mat becoming an assistant to the trainer so it's like connecting the it's like a bridge between uh, you know a coach and a student right so that flashed like you know that eureka moment came <clears throat> then immediately you know i felt like you know hey i need to do something about this thing because the and this is where you know kind of uh, you know the the problem is yoga many people think it is boring a lot of people they like to go to gym do a lot of you know uh, all these weights and all that uh, go to zumba go to all these uh, things are you know very attractive for people because there is a trend and they want to go but when it comes to yoga it it was seen more like okay if i have a health issue i'll go to yoga or if i if i'm in the 40s i'll go into yoga so <clears throat> i really wanted to change that uh, uh, mindset where yoga can also be made you know uh, interesting and fun and if you can gamify yoga uh, through a process where they get on to mat they get in the you know the mat automatically tracks what you're doing and you get some points and you're on a leaderboard and gamify this whole process uh, then i thought why not you know make something like that and that's where yogify happened so like yoga plus wifi or you know connected yoga mat or a smart yoga mat which makes sure that you are on the mat every day and how long you are there on the mat what you are doing on the mat how well you are able to do the postures it can give you even real time feedback we have divine device in ai system <clears throat> where if you don't need you know you don't need to uh, have a, an instructor all this all the time with you because in an online yoga what happens is you follow youtube or you online uh, follow any content on the app so the thing is there is no engagement because sometimes you know even if you look at zoom medium people turn off the camera and like they want to practice by themselves right they don't want teacher to be seen a teacher is giving a class teacher doesn't even know what is going on on the other side <laughs> and sometimes people may be just lying in shavasana also not doing anything so there is no engagement active engagement so what we thought is like you know through the combination of app and the mat uh, why don't we make this whole thing a very engaged activity right like a, a fully engaged activity where at the end of the session teacher can even give some kind of uh, badges or some motivational thing or uh, to the top 3 in the leaderboard or to it's not like to create competition but it is to appreciate people who are sincere in their efforts right <clears throat> and in the process if teacher also can get some interesting uh, you know data points because many times people don't know whether they are they are doing the posture right or wrong because if you don't do it right uh, like the balance and distribution of the body weight which even teacher cannot see through the camera by the way so this kind of in- insights would be helpful for teacher to understand and guide them so there is a human in the loop it's not like completely ai driven like there is a trainer and ai working together to help people so this is yogify and it is kind of uh, been uh, very well uh, adopted now because of this whole making the one way online yoga into two way interactive uh, you know learning session i think that's very interesting and uh... it looks also fun like i think the more you have badges or yeah. scores or everything people tend to get more competitive even if not on a level to be the best but let's say me and my friend are doing it and even just seeing like hey are we able to be there or if that person has done it today i also have to do it to stay on course or stay on path so i think gamifying in general makes things a lot more interesting a lot more fun and it adds that fun element that you said like people have this craze of gym or zumba i think uh, yogify is enabling that for yoga yeah because when i started the intent was to bring people onto mat every day as a daily habit like you take the shower get onto mat start the practice <clears throat> but in the process of creating the product uh, and uh, what we also felt is uh, as you rightly said one is the gamification part of it then the second part is also the engagement that teacher student engagement right because online is like you are following somebody and teacher doesn't even know yeah i think that again like you said it makes it's a, uh, it's very important because even if you keep doing the same posture in yeah. a wrong way for long 
it is actually more detrimental to your health than actually helping you or making you better so being able to see that person or like know how he's doing it without actually being present is actually making it more possible to reach out to a larger audience and enabling more people to do yoga more correctly and efficiently yeah. so i think again brilliant initiative uh, love it's, the idea the whole thing so you know uh, interestingly we are working with the asvyasa yoga university it's a, uh, as a stored world the world class university there what is said is like you know uh, you know in fact uh, uh, dr h r nagendra who is the chancellor of asvyasa he loved the product he said uh, you know this product has a great potential even to even uh, help in the re- evidence based uh, research that is happening around yoga and meditation to cure lot of diseases because this is becoming like now you can based on the data you see how the improvement has happened on the diabetes or hypertension or back pain neck pain because today there are uh, case studies done but if you want a data driven research with evidence based yoga and meditation this is the product and this is a platform and uh, even in fact they are even taking us to international level competition assessments because yoga by the way is more complicated than any other form of exercise because there are fine print in terms of how you uh, you know uh, do a particular posture and how you hold the breath if you are familiar with bk sayangar ji or even any of these gurus they created you know a scientific way of doing postures so if you have to measure that and in a you know yoga competition i don't know if you know about these competitions that happen it's a worldwide yoga asana competitions that happen is uh, there is a proposal to bring this into olympics in the next uh, maybe in the next one or so so there is a you know a potential to be able to use this to even measure in a competitive setup So I just wanted to add that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, moving on. So we spoke about a lot of routines, well-being, and everything. Uh, we'd like to know what do you do to take care of your own well-being on a daily basis, like yoga, meditation, maybe badminton, journaling. So what are the activities that are there on a daily basis for you that helps you take care of your well-being, both physical, mental, absolutely. <laughs> I think I would like to start with this. Uh, you know, uh, the routine is around this concept. I I coined it as meds, M-E-D-S. Uh, like you know, it's somewhat like to avoid medications or meds, replace with these meds. And I expand meds as M stands for meditation, E stands for exercise, and uh, <clears throat> D stands for diet, balanced diet, and the four is sleep. meditation exercise is the me time me you need to have a me time the first thing in the morning no matter how busy you are in the world you can be ceo or you can be engineer or you can be anybody doesn't matter you have to take care of yourself for the next 23 hours to be very effective and productive so the first thing i do in the morning is uh, you know uh, i start with the meditation actually and then get into yoga routine because mind is fresh in the morning and of course when you wake up from the sleep uh, then there is a certain kind of a, a theta wave kind of you know brain waves so meditation ke it's the best time usually for people to get into that and then uh, i get into uh, i go through my morning uh, ablutions and then come back to yoga yoga asana practice i take a you know black coffee or something like that and get into my yoga asana practice and uh, the rest of the day is busy with meetings and uh, you know either with my you know team members employees partners customers investors whatever it is the schedule is very tight in fact i'm working more than my corporate world being an entrepreneur so it's a very hectic uh, day but i try to take some kind of uh, you know hydrate myself uh, throughout the day because hydration is also very very important so i kind of take something uh, uh, every few intervals uh, maybe munch some kind of nuts or you know something healthy and then uh, and also because i was also diagnosed with uh, diabetes before so i have to take something every few intervals small thing and otherwise uh, 
my evening is possible i try to recharge myself with either meditation or by playing anything if possible badminton but i don't play so much but whenever possible or go for a walk with the family you know kind of a thing so uh, or with my kids so that is one thing and uh, the other thing journaling i don't do regularly to be very honest but i like to do at least once in a week and uh, i try to read books because that's one of the things that i like to do before going to bed because uh, try to turn off my phone at least one hour before and get into some reading habit and then go to sleep that's the way i try to shut up yeah i think uh, talking about sleep uh, there's a lot of uh, different numbers that people say like 6 hours is good 8 hours is good uh, what do, what are your thoughts i mean personally i believe you need to figure out what is the right amount of sleep for your body your kind of lifestyle it can be 4 hours also it can be 8 hours also but what do you think or what are your thoughts on the yeah i think adequate? as an entrepreneur uh, especially i had challenges with the sleep pattern uh because of my you know sometimes i have late evening calls and uh, those thoughts actually continue to run in your mind right sometimes and sometimes you have uh, early morning you know sometimes it is very difficult to follow a particular routine especially with your number of hours of sleep if you are an entrepreneur okay uh so here what i do is don't focus on the quantity of sleep but rather quality of sleep so typically i would recommend that i mean this is based on again based on yoga there's something called as yoga nidra right it's a beautiful uh you know uh, method i would urge everybody to adopt it all yoga nidra does is you are uh, put to sleep with awareness like you know like you are scanning your entire body and you are going to the deep sleep so this one i observed for me at least it worked very well even if i am sleeping like 4 hours 5 hours <clears throat> i feel fresh when i wake up so sometimes actually oversleeping creates more problem for you so rather optimum sleep and as long as you are fresh when you wake up that is good so yoga nidra is the maybe i would say secret recipe for my you know how i am able to manage my long work hours I think very interesting. So just before our call, I was uh, going through LinkedIn and I saw an article about Sundar Pichai. Right? He said that he also practices exactly the same thing that I said, yoga nidra. He's like, I'm not really worried about how much I sleep, but the quality and awareness sleeping or active sleeping is something that he's practicing. And uh, I think coming from somebody like Sundar Pichai at that level talks. uh in terms of like the impact that it has and also the influence it creates so yeah i think that's a very interesting strategy and i think people need to be more aware of it like personally i don't know or i don't think there's a lot of awareness around this specific concept but i think the more people are able to know about it it will be extremely helpful yeah it's a by the way it's a say it's a technique that can reduce your uh, quantity of sleep over a period of time but still your energy so that's a very beautiful yeah and uh, even in terms of you saying that uh, you try to switch off from technology i think as an entrepreneur being able to switch off from technology in today's world is a commendable thing and i am also a personal like uh, believer of that so even before i go to sleep uh, one hour i try to have uh, zero screen uh, time so even if i want to listen to music i have a speaker that is like alexa so i just ask alexa to play some light music or i'm drawing journaling anything that forces me to think not looking at a screen even if it's as simple as planning my next day right? and when you're not really looking at a screen whatever comes to your head are generally the most important things that you need exactly. to exactly <clears throat> and and, in, and I, i can share one interesting tip here because i also gone through this problem with this especially you're always hooked to the technology and uh, there's no downtime so in especially on uh, you know our devices today be it ios or android the screen time and there is a downtime you can schedule it so sometimes there is a compulsive behavior to check first thing in the morning your whatsapp instagram facebook it goes and on and on and out you without realizing you will lose one hour so at least i have ensured that there is a downtime till my me time is over 
<laughs> so until the me time is over there is a screen uh, freeze in the phone you cannot touch any of the apps so you have to consciously press uh, and unlock that so that at least stops you from having the compulsive behavior to check the social media first thing in the morning or even in the night yeah i think even that's something that's on my <laughs> phone also it's basically like a sleep schedule after that no matter who's unless uh, it's a favorite or somebody is very important yeah. and they call you yeah. two three times repeatedly my phone won't <laughs> ring messages no notifications nothing till the point i yeah. wake up in the morning like i have fixed time and i think that's again something that's extremely helpful uh, using the same technology that is actually causing harm as a benefit or like being able to use it or leverage it to make sure we are able to get good sleep uh, enough non screen time is also extremely yeah. important so the last thing before we end our call is if you had to give maybe one top most advice or like one takeaway for fellow entrepreneurs or listeners what would that one mm, thing be i i think uh, one thing that i would like to you know share amazingly basically based on my experience and especially with our fellow entrepreneurs you know it's not going to be easy entrepreneurship is very very tough we all know that you need to balance quite a few things still execute um, get you know your revenues uh, on a continuous stream and uh, funding and people challenges everything right i'm mean, like you're dealing with so many things so one advice uh, i would like to give is uh, and be it any uh, cxo title i would like all of uh, all of you to remember the ceo expansion so maybe i would expand ceo as a a compulsive eternal optimist right how can you be compulsive eternal optimist because there are bad days even worse days but can you be still uh you know uh never give up that part and just move to how do you want to move to the next thing right so this is what be the ceo of your own life and have in have you know have it completely in your control never give up and uh, a few things that i would like at least uh, in fact i am starting following is uh you know just remember one thing that you know all the big people who we have seen in the world today be it steve jobs or elon musk who have seen you know so many failures as well what you are seeing is only maybe hearing the success but they went through also very difficult times right uh, you know all of them were at almost at the brink of bankruptcy but they turned around right which means it's all about you know finding ways to figure out to navigate and come out of the uh, maybe you know uh, never lose the hope that's what i would like to say yeah i think a very interesting takeaway uh, i think uh, how you deal with adversity actually defines what you are going to be or how successful you are going to be and that's the takeaway for like from elon musk or, or any of these big entrepreneurs or role models out there uh and this brings us to the end of our recording today thank you so much for uh, being a part of this it's been lovely and a lot of inspiring things and i really love the idea that you're doing with yogify so thank you once thank again thank you yash thank you for uh, you know chatting and it was lovely talking to you